Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Thank you for downloading. Uh, welcome back to a standard week. No more holidays. Just regular old Mitchell and Michael. We're just blah, 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 <laughs> doing the radio. Hey, it's a good show today. We, uh, we talk about like rigging things in your favour. Yep. After my wife, I think she wanted the, her, her own things that she donated. Donated. See yep. that? Like, almost like charity, and she wanted it back. Yeah, and look, we find out who the first cameo millionaire is, uh, the number one drug in WA. And uh, look, look, you just need to be aware of it. You know, it's like where, it's like when people go like, where the hose at? It's like, so you know, you can stay away from it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they, they ask that a lot. <laughs> Always like that. That's what I always say. I always come in. I'm like, always like, oh, where the hose at? And I'm like, oh, over there. I'm going to go over here near the library and read a book. Why are, we, why are you staying away from them? Surely they're lovely ladies. And why are you calling them Why are you calling them that word? No, I walk into Bunnings. I go, where the hose at? <laughs> Gardening. And my best mate's dad is like, oh, 23. Yep. Uh, uh, it, he works at Bunnings. Does he? Is he a greeter? Uh, it, no, I think he's a, some kind of manager. He left like, he worked at the bank oh, yeah? right, for like decades. And he was like, you know what? I want to work for Bunnings. Yeah, that's actually... Because um, he's just peak dad. That's my best mate, Jay. He's, uh, his job, his dream job is to just be someone at Bunnings. He goes, yeah, mate, I'd bloody give you a yeah. hand with that. Yeah, he, he bloody loves it. <laughs> he he loves it. Best job ever. Uh, but we're going to kick it off with... Well, you've also got a surprise. You've got a new member of the family. That's true. That's nice. But we're going to kick it off with Ben Harvey. Politics. Crime. Sport. Finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Michael Russ. Give me that They start okay here and they trickle out. Uh, Optus right. has copped backlash for not cooperating with the government in regards to the hacking breach. They say Optus hasn't been returning their calls or helping them fix the problem. So basically, it's business as usual with Optus. Hey. <laughs> hey. No, I think they're a sponsor. And I think they're just misunderstood right now. You know... If the government asks for help, just say yes. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just their thing. Oh, that's their thing. That's their little slogan. Uh, <laughs> Penrith Panthers have gone back to back, smashing the Parramatta Eels in an embarrassing NRL grand final loss, proving that even in embarrassing Sydney grand final losses, the AFL does it better. Nice. I like that. Thanks. <laughs> uh, and finally, WA single use plastic. Ban ramps up today as takeaway plastics are banned in oh. WA as of today, making picking up at a bar that much harder. You can't take the, the plastic home. Cause oh, right. Because <laughs> of the... I'm getting what you... The surgeries. Yes. <laughs> and the... And the, you're coming with me. Yeah. Yep. It'll be like, no, that's... <laughs> That was going to be terrible. I was going to say, I'm not saying, I was going to yeah. say that's dine-in only. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you didn't. I didn't, though. <laughs> Mountain there. It's Mitchell and Michael. And Mitch, they say never work with animals or children. Yes. Uh, just like as like offsiders on the mines and in television. Well, we used to use them prolifically in the mines, you know. Their small hands could get the coal from the tiniest of crevices. And the canaries would tell us if there were Exactly. No, there's no oxygen. 
Yeah, it's like it's like if there's poison in the air. They die first or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so thanks to all the canaries out there. But yeah, don't they say don't work with them. And I'll tell you why. It's because they are nearly identical. In brain? In brain. Mm. They are nearly identical. Uh, let me tell you how dumb my dog is. Oh, by the way, I got a dog. You got a dog! <laughs> you got a dog! His name is Petey, but his real name is Peter Barker. Your friendly neighborhood spider dog. I'm, I'm all for that. <laughs> uh, Petey, uh, Petey's a good boy. Uh, he's a rescue dog. Uh, and so he's like, maybe that makes him oh. a little dumber. So when I take in rescues, we make fun of me. But when you do it, it's okay. <laughs> uh, and Petey, oh, Petey, he's only one. So he's still like, he's still a puppy. Yeah. Uh, but he hasn't been too bright. His first interaction with the house. Yep. He didn't know what a he didn't know what a glass door was. Oh, you run straight through it. <laughs> Not luckily, didn't break. So Jason, it, windows and doors can recommend. Already, ha- he's been through so much, like almost so I know. many trust issues. We felt so bad because he's like, we open the door and he runs into a force field. Is he? Is he rescue? First of all, what type of dog? Uh, and is he rescue like? Oh, he was neglected, or he's like seven and zero in the dog fighting ring. <laughs> he is uh, he's a bitzer. We think, looking at him, I'm going to say that he's like a staffy cross Kelpie. Okay. Looking at him, he's got a big head, but a skinny body. So like an angry red dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, you know, he was not, uh, he it wasn't a fighter. Okay. Yeah, it's not that kind of rescue dog. But uh, that when they found him, he was, he was a street dog, Oh, you know, so he's a little bit like, he's seen the, he's seen some things. Yeah. He's in the mean side of the streets. Especially in your neighborhood. Yeah, I know. Like I was walking him yesterday and, uh, it's like he knew everything already. Yeah. I was like, like, you've been running around here, mate. Did he like dap up another dog and swing him (laughs) a dime bag? Yeah. I was like, geez, mate, you are hardcore. Jeez. Okay. So good dog. Bad dog. So far, he's so far he's a good dog, but he's he's dumb. He's a big like he's a big baby. Mm. Like he he couldn't go to sleep last night. Why? Because he's just like he just has so much energy. It's like I feel like my best mate. He's got his one year old. I've mm. got my one year old, and they're nearly identical. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> For us, uh, you can get fined these days. For having smelly bins. Because oh. <laughs> it smells like teen spirit. If teen spirit smelt like crap, which it does. Teen spirit was actually a deodorant. Yeah, I did uh, did find that out about yeah. that song. Which, once again, smells like crap. Uh, Muggeross Town of Victoria Park in Western Australia oh. is set to fine residents $5,000 for smelly organic green bins. Now, as oh, we know, okay. if it happens in the big smoke, it will trickle out. Do you have an organic spin? We we do, yeah. We've got three bins. We've got the green, uh, the red is the is the general waste, and then we've got the, the yellow for the recycling. That's a bit rough because green bins, mm. they're trying to, they want to encourage us to put organics in the green bin. Yeah. And yeah, it, like over a course of a week, particularly in summer, mm. it's like compost. It's going to smell. Yeah, it's a hot salad. Yeah. What do you want from them? I do want so they you're also saying that if the general bin smells, that's fine. Yep. So if you're like if that's full of like nappies and coffee grounds and all the worst things you can think yeah. of, that's absolutely fine. So I think that's actually bad, because I reckon some people go, oh, I can't put that also, in the green bin, it's going to smell. Also, with 
a nappy, can you... Tip it out? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> like, can you go, that's organics? When you tuck the rest in How the... would you get it out, though? Like, you got, like, oh, love, get the scraper. Yeah, <laughs> like, just shag it out. Like, like, there's the loose peanut butter in the jar. <laughs> WA is the capital of yet another drug, and you can buy it from your local shops. What are you talking about? Bloody Nangs. Oh, the Nangs. Bloody Nangs. Nitrous oxide. Yeah. Not the kind that goes in a car. The little uh, cream canister ones. Yeah. Yeah, WA is starting to crack down, the WA government, uh, on the purchase of nitrous oxide canisters. Because kids be just, and then and then you hold it. I can tell you. I can tell you how to do it because that's how you. That, then you, I, then you don't I don't think do you it. can on, I? Air, on air. I don't think you can say how to do it. We don't even tell you how to consume alcohol, which you should consume responsibly. It's a good point, but we should. Really, I mean, I know we have to do our codes soon, like actually very soon. Yeah. Um, but let me just put this out there. We should tell people. How, no, I can see both sides. <laughs> you can, I can see how I shouldn't tell you. Yeah. Because then if you didn't know, you then go, no, I want to no, give it a red hot crack. Don't do it. But what if, you, what if your friend was like, oh, Timmy, have, have a big have, breath of this. And then, and then you go, well, I don't know what it'll do to me. But then if you're like, nah, Stephen, I heard on the Mitchell and Michael show that that's how you get high. And I don't <laughs> want to do that. So, like, you can understand both sides. I'm just, I just don't think we are the right people to do uh, drug education. Well, you know. <laughs> the median number of canisters used during a sesh was also, <laughs> was quote, also quote, yeah, this, this is from an article. I was also found to have jumped from five last year to ten this year. Really? So, not only are they doing it irresponsibly. They're doing double. It's growing. Uh, from today, uh, the sale of nitrous oxide will be regulated under the Medicines and Poison Act 2014 and will be reclassified by the Therapeutic Goods Administration as an S6 poison. Yeah, meaning that under 16-year-olds can't buy it. That's wild. So, yeah, kids can't walk into the shops anymore go to the baking section yeah. and be like, ah, oh, I'm just doing a lovely meringue. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard this morning to get up and about, you know. It's a Monday morning. It's particularly hard sometimes if you actually work for yourself, you know, because, like, you have to work out your work day. Yeah. You have to design it for yourself. Uh, but there are some who can put it together and be true entrepreneurs. Like this 12-year-old boy from Coogee, yeah. Notice how I say Coogee, not Coogee. So he's Coogee, New South Wales, near Bondi. Yeah. Uh, he runs like a drink stand in his local park, and he is raking it in. Like a lemonade stand. Yeah, but he sells the lemonade. He might be selling like a Solo or a Kirk's. Yeah. He sells like cans of drink and Zupa Dupas. Oh. He originally sold uh, herbs. like Herbs. Herbs. Like as in... Like basil and oh. oregano. Uh, yeah, he sold herbs, and uh, it's been going from strength to strength, and people are trying to shut his shop down. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, but he fights on. He wants to get like his own insurance and liability so he can prove to counsel that he can like legally be there okay. and run his shop. And how does a young man find the courage to do that, to fight other businesses? How? We got motivated by the great man himself. Feeling a little flat after the weekend? Dreading the work week ahead? 
Well then, it's time to get energised. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Tony Robbins Motivation Station, the one, the only, Shit Thanks. Boys, 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 thanks so much for having me once again. Oh, I see you like the story of uh, young Jesse in uh, Coogee. Yep. Uh, doing great stuff there. I did have a chat with him and said, don't be disheartened, mate. I said, I've got the keys to success that you need. I to- told him a couple of things. I gave him the classic, there's no iron team. Yep. But there is in Visionary. In fact, there's two. There's, there's, there's two eyes. There's pl- plenty of eyes. Okay. Plenty of eyes. How many eyes you got? Two. Two. Boom. Yep. <laughs> Loves it. Right. I said, use this mantra as you work as your own boss. Hire yourself. Fire yourself. Mm. Inspire yourself. Yeah. He loves it. <laughs> he's on board. And he's taken it to heart, young Jesse, and he's used, he's used some of my sayings. He's twisted them yep. in order to sell his products, and that's just a great thing to see. So, Jesse, on his signs, you can see that he has a can in the hand is worth two in the esky. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad, yeah. Or, how about this one? He also sells dog traits. You can teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah. With these amazing dog traits. Nice. Yeah. Good good boy, Jess. Good boy. Finally, a stitch in time yep. is avoided with proper hydration. Buy water now. No, that's... Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> he's, so what about, he's a good lad. What about yeah. he's selling cans, not can knots? Exactly. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> I see you've learnt the way of motivation, yeah. Mitchell Tilly. The drink is soft. You are. <laughs> Blam, Mitchell and Michael, and joining us on the line now, as he loves to, on a Monday for a sports wrap, it is our favourite sports reporter, the one and only, Jacob Landsmere. Hello, guys. Now, mate... Nice to you again. Yeah, now, the waffle... I'll start with the waffle on, on the weekend. What were your thoughts? Well, we were lucky enough to be there um, and, and broadcasting the game, and it was, yeah, it's a brilliant atmosphere. Nearly 17,000 fans in the building, and saw a great game of footy. West Perth deserving winners... Um, and Luke Meadows, the best on ground. And, yeah, I thought as a spectacle, it was terrific. The weather was great. The ground looked fantastic. So I think it was a, a winner on all fronts. Probably starts a conversation now whether you play the Waffle Grand Final at a, a, a local venue rather than not the stadium every year. But, yeah, there's, there's arguments on both sides of the fence for that. But we certainly celebrate the game. Now, where would you put it, though? If you had to pick a, a local ground, you still want you want to be able to accommodate 17,000. Mm. Is, is that more likely to be like a Fremantle Oval? Um, yeah, probably. I mean, there's, there's uh, Bassendine Oval holds more. Um, Fremantle probably holds more as well. But Leaderville's the perfect spot. It's in a, a really good location. It's, it's fairly central. Uh, there was great atmosphere in the, in the town of Leaderville on the weekend. So I think there's a future to play it there, but the ground needs an upgrade. And it's probably the same for a few other grounds in Perth. We need to develop these grounds so that they hold a bigger capacity and you can get more people to the game. And you don't have eight or 9,000 maybe turned away. Now, uh, thoughts on the NRL grand final. Did you keep an eye on that? I did. I watched, uh, watched it all, actually. I can't say I watch um, 80 minutes of rugby league week in, week out. Probably State of Origin and the NRL grand final did for me. But, yeah, Penrith were far too good, weren't they? From the early minutes of the game, you knew that Parramatta were up against it. And, yeah, 28-0 it was at one point. Two late tries for, for Parramatta to bring it back to 28-12. Dylan Edwards. Best of field, Clive Churchill medal and the Clearies, Ivan and Nathan, father and son. Great stories everywhere, two in a row for Penrith. But, yeah, not much of a grand final, unfortunately. As as fans of, of footy, we're pretty disappointed. AFL and NRL grand finals are both one-sided this year. Well, 
the season is over and we're into a different kind. We're into the silly season now where it's all trading. It begins today. And uh, I'm going to break some news to you if you haven't heard, mate. But Harry Mackay has uh, extended his contract for, for six years at Carlton. So no trade for him. No, no. And um, yeah, that's, that's a big story, Michael, to break. Seven years is an awfully long time uh, in football. So, I mean, he's a great player. There's no doubt about that. He's won a Coleman medal and he's a, he's a key forward. They don't grow on trees. But yeah, seven years, a long deal. And we see these now because of free agency. You want to sign players away and keep them off the market. But yeah, just wonder with his body and injury history how he goes, Harry Mackay. But it's good news for Carlton. Uh, they've locked away one of their two key pillars, Charlie Curnow being the other. So yeah, good news for Carlton. But if you're north, well, you'd be a bit annoyed today because Jason Horn francis their number one pick in last year's draft, he's now left the club, or he's about to leave the club, and head back to Port Adelaide. You reckon that's going to get done? I think, I think it will. Yeah, I think it will. But North will play hardball to a point. They'll try and get the best possible deal for a, a number one draft pick a year ago. I guess the bigger talking point is whether Jason Horn francis should be requesting trades home after one year. Um, it's a pretty poor look for him, and he'll have to go into damage control a bit, I think, when he gets back home. But, uh, yeah, it's a big story. It'll develop a bit more over the next few days. Jacob, great stuff as always, mate. Nice to chat to you guys. Enjoy your Monday. Of Oztober, big countdown all month long. Get voting at triplem.com.au. Now, Magaros, Cameo is a service that I think some people might be aware of. It's where you want to get in touch with some of your favourite celebrities. Mm. You just pay a cost, you know. Maybe you do it for someone's birthday or whatnot, uh, I've tried many times, but Paget Cripps is not on it. So Neither is Delta Goodrum. You're no. a big fan of Delta. She's not any on any of the services. No, uh, but I think Cameo is like a bigger thing, especially for a, in America or like internationally, yep. to the point where they charge heaps of money. So, for example, Ice Cube. Oh. So we got seven. I mean, he doesn't come in for a while. That's not Ice Cube. Seven hundred and fifty seven hundred and fifty bucks uh, for Ice Cube. Uh, then we've got Rebecca Black who sung this hit. It's Friday, Friday. Oh boy! How much do you reckon she's getting for a personal shout out? A little reminder: What's Ice Cube asking for? Seven fifty. Seven fifty. Rebecca Black mm-hmm. should also be seven fifty. Seven dollars fifty. <laughs> I, I'm sure that she's asking for about five hundred though. Seven hundred and eighty bucks. Ooh. I know. Now, the most expensive athlete uh, or expensive person on cameo is Floyd Mayweather, fifteen thousand dollars. Okay. Sorry, I don't have any of Floyd's songs. <laughs> That's all right. You I just need like <laughs> yeah, bit of bit of uh, bit of punching. Yeah. So fifteen thousand dollars. I want you to keep all of this in mind. Okay. Now the first millionaire out of cameo, so out of just cameo services, the first millionaire is this guy. Not the first guy. Wait a minute, Cartwright. <laughs> what guy. is that? It's a stud, sir. I don't mean the earring. <laughs> Take it out, or I will rip it out. But what about my human rights? Mm, that is right. Jay from the Inbetweeners. Is he a millionaire? He is the first millionaire on Cameo. I know it. He's a millionaire. He's a millionaire. He's only been in two things. Yeah, <laughs> but because of stuff like this. So he charges. Do you want to know? Do you know how much he charges for Cameo? Have a stab in the dark. Is he charging like five five thousand dollars? No. No. Seventy. Seven seventy. Yeah. Seventy thousand dollars to get Jay no, from no, the no. in between. What? Seventy dollars. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's much more appropriate. But how, So he's a millionaire and he charges 70 bucks. He does something like 37 videos a day. Uh, and over time, of course, it's it it adds up because you're just doing 30, 40 seconds at a time of just firing it out. That's how many Sorry, he's I just, got. I want to crunch the numbers so for like, a second. Cameo, he's clocked it. So if he if he has a say, he is a, just a single millionaire. Yeah. Divided by seventy bucks. How many is that? Fourteen thousand two hundred eighty-five videos. Okay. So if you divide that by how many is he doing a day? I don't know. It could be. It says thirty-seven, but obviously it's going to be more. Can he do that in a year? Oh, can he? He can do thirty-nine a day in a year to get to fourteen thousand. So it's seventy bucks. He's done it. Congratulations to what's his what's his real name? James Buckley. James Buckley. <laughs> Just seventy bucks. Wow. I mean, you want to start a cameo? <laughs> <laughs> 15 on Triple M, good times and greatest hits. You can call us anytime at the Mitchell and Michael Show on 1-800-011-666. We'll only answer before nine, but you can't call us anytime. Now, Mitch, I went to a, it was like a function on Friday night with my wife yeah. for the local theatre. It was their 90th anniversary. Really? 90 years of 90 local theatre. Huge. And as part of the night, it was a big president's dinner, they did the classic like uh, raffle. Yep. You know, but the raffle was made up of things that different people through the theatre had like donated. Oh, okay. My wife has a business in which she does like uh, artwork and like pet portraits and wedding yep. art and that sort of thing, and she donated like like a gift card for that. Oh, okay. And it was actually like one of the biggest like ticket items in the raffle. Yeah, it's worth like sixty dollars or something. Because that's the only thing of value that anyone would have put in there. Because everyone else does the theatre. So it would have been like <laughs> well wishes and prayers. And uh, then they encouraged everyone through the night to buy tickets, and they were like really on top yeah. of it because obviously the money from the raffle is going to support the theatre. Yeah. And I swear, my wife bought more. Than anyone else. The amount of raffle tickets she bought oh, really? eclipsed everyone in the room. And she won, not once, but twice. Really? <laughs> and what's the point? Because she's put in she's put in her own gift into the raffle. And that's the best one. And we put in, Triple M actually donated to the raffle as well. So we put in the stuff. What do we put in? A bottle opener? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we also chucked in like a couple of caps, a beanie, uh and some wine. And and so like so most of this the most of the prizes that she was winning yeah. were things that we brought to the table. Oh. But she went out of her way to buy all the tickets. It's like I think she wanted it all. <laughs> yeah, it's like a weird form of like rigging. She's rigged the raffle in her favour that she set up. Yeah. It's wild. And I want to know one eight hundred Zero double one triple six. What did you rig in your favour? We've got Mel from Durham Bay on the line now. Mel, what did you rig? Well, when I was a plucky little kid, big Star Wars fan, it was my parents' 20th anniversary, and it just so happened to coincide with the Star Wars 20th anniversary DVD box set, and I convinced my dad that that would be the perfect anniversary present for my mum. <laughs> <laughs> did your mum no. like Star Wars? Um... Uh, well, she tried to afterwards, I yeah. think. Wow. I can only imagine that when kids blame themselves for the, the divorce, it actually was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, yeah, let's just say Dad had to maybe buy a makeup present after the fact for that one, and I wasn't allowed to go shopping into the market. <laughs> was it at that point that you realised you could make your father do anything? I Yes, it may have been that point. Now that you say it, we may have just had a breakthrough. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mel. It's not good times. What? Spring. Because you're like, ah, oh, love spring. It's great. Yeah, beautiful weather. Nah, because there's always something that ruins it. Buddy magpies. Ah, Collingwood supporters. Yes. I hate <laughs> them so much. You just see them and you're like, my day is ruined. Now, do magpies affect, because we go out to like a whole range of West Australia. Do yeah. they affect everyone high and low? I think that it's, they're universally uh, little kamikaze, little swooping birds. I don't know if it's always at the same time of year. So kind of know right now in uh you know, change it, the change of season. Yeah. Do they still swoop? Like wet and dry. Yeah. yeah I don't mm. know if they swoop at this time. Fair point. Now, the uh, WA government has released like some how to stay safe when being swooped by a magpie. Okay. And I just want you to tell me like yay or nay. A, if it's like a good suggestion. And then just B, if like magpies are starting to just sound like real jerks. Okay. Yeah. So what do we get? walk quickly, but don't run. Yep, that's fine. Because we know that running in public looks strange. So you want to maintain your dignity and also not cause alarm. Yeah. So uh, no need to run. Protect your head with an umbrella, hat, or helmet. Okay. I want to say hat. Yeah, that's fine. Mm. Helmet, if you're on a bike, but not <laughs> if you're not on a bike. And umbrella, no. Not if it's, unless it's raining. Okay. Wear glasses or sunglasses to keep your eyes safe. Yep, that's just good advice either way, because, like, sunnies are good. Here's the one I don't like, because it makes them sound like dogs. <laughs> Keep facing the magpie yeah. or its nest as you move away. Yeah. they like they'll king hit you. <laughs> <laughs> They're bloody only in Northbridge. <laughs> A star of, like, one of the biggest sporting documentaries is here in WA. Oh, yeah? Are we talking, are we talking like, Last Dance? Are we talking Michael Jordan is here? Is he here? No, oh. no, no. We're talking like we're talking the other big like sports doco. Are we talking about the the NHL goalie who infamously like had his throat like nicked by a by a blade and then the the race was on to like save it? No, not not him. No, we're talking about the other famous sporting documentary. We're talking about the Speed Cubers. The what? That's right. Professional record setting for Rubik's cubes. Okay. And Australia's very own Felix Zemdegs is like one of the stars of the docker, and he is a star in the Rubik's Cube scene. Have a little listen. Who do you think will win the world championships today? Felix Zemdegs. Felix Zemdegs. Please welcome Felix Zemdegs. Come on, Felix. Even Eddie oh. Maguire got behind him. Yes, he's a 26-year-old who's based out of Melbourne, but when he was 14 years old, he set the world record for fastest Rubik's Cube of just six point seven seven seconds. Really? Yes. It's since been it's since been smashed that record oh. by Chinese Yu Shengdu with an astonishing three point four seven seconds. Doesn't matter where he's from, mate. So what are you telling me? Like there's like a competition and like there's like gold medals up for grabs and stuff like that? Yeah, there's a there's a tournament happening in Perth and he's also visiting a lot of schools while he's here to show off like do you remember when yo yo people used to come? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah, the yo yo people sell, came to the school. And then sell yo yo's. Yeah. And then the whole school was playing yo yo's for exactly two weeks. 
Well, now everyone will be on the Rubik's Cubes. It takes the average person three hours to solve a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> Mate, that's nothing. It's taken me two years. Have you finished? No. Because <laughs> you know what? Me neither. Ah. I've never I've never finished one. Yeah. I and can't I can't do it. I don't think outside the square. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a cube. But you know what we've got? Yeah. Tomorrow. Three hours. Oh. We have a th- we have a three hour show. Do you have a Rubik's Cube? I'm pretty sure I got a Rubik's Cube you in, would. In, one of, in one of my boxes. You'd be up there with your retainer and your pen protector. <laughs> I never had a retainer. <laughs> I had braces. <laughs> if you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your mates.